I'm Danielle Laporte, and essentially, this is a one-woman show about self-realization called With Love, Danielle. few quick things to mention. These are adult conversations, so heads up. I'll be talking about compassion, self-help fatigue, sex, joy, serving the world. This is about a spirituality that's way more rock and roll than it is oppressive. I'm here to help you turn your anxiety into power. Personally, I want to live more deeply, but lighten up. You're going to hear about all the ways that I have finally figured out how to do that. I am not into making grand motivational promises, but I can commit to showing up as fully, sincerely, authentically as possible with the intention of really alleviating suffering and amplifying joy just for starters. It's about doing everything I can to help all of us feel a little less crazy, a lot more full of possibility, and clearly part of the solution. Hello friends, I want to talk about love. I'm always talking about love, but very specifically, I have some questions about generating more love in your relationships. I have more experience to talk about because guess what? I fell in love. I've been with my man a little over a year now, and I've seen some questions emerge for us that have helped us get closer in every possible way. Some of them are like fresh to our unit. Some of them have been in my life for a while. And while I'm going to like use the sweetness of romance to present these to you, I think these questions are applicable and really, 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 really nourishing for any kind of relationship. You could be using these with friends, with strangers, with your teammates, with your kids, because love is love is love is love. I guess I should tell you my man's name and give you a little bit of context since, you know, a lot of this is some girl talk. Uh, his name is Will, and he's an angel, although he's embodied. He's a real person. He's not a figment of my imagination. He looks like this pre-Raphael angel with kind of long silver hair. He's very gentle. I never thought gentle was going to be like my thing, and it turns out that gentle is my everything. And we were getting all like connected and cozy and having a conversation. We love, love, love the talking. And I got so excited. I said, I just want to tell you everything. And he touched my face and said, tell me everything. Tell me everything. And why don't you just start with your hair. He was running his fingers through my hair at the time. Tell me everything. Start with your hair. You might want to leave the start with your hair part out for strangers and your boss, but the energy around the question, the statement, the invitation, tell me everything is openness. And my feeling is It sets me free to talk about the small stuff and the big stuff and the dreams and the details and the micro stuff from my day and anxiety and bigness and spirit. And I can start from wherever I want and I feel held and seen and invited and there's spaciousness. Tell me everything. How's your heart? I'm asking you. This is me, Danielle, asking you now. 
how's your heart? And how does it feel when I ask you how your heart is? This is a question that came to me from one of my dearest friends, Steph, years ago. And it was just like a Steph-ism. She'd say, how's your heart? And it would usually come after the end of getting out all of our to-dos and our updates and what was going on at work and were we going to spin class or what we're doing to get our butts in shape and all of that. And then just it'd be like this this landing. They kind of get to the, we get to the well and Steph would say, how's your heart? And Will and I use that in our partnership and Will, because he's a pre-Raphael angel embodied in human form who's going to live a long life with me, uh, he'll just put his hand on my chest kind of, you know, gets his index finger right on my clavicle and will say, how's your heart? And that usually comes at the end of a long day. And sometimes it comes at the beginning of the day and has me drop into that which matters most to the truth with a capital T, which only comes from the wisdom of the heart center. Right now, you can put your hand on your upper chest, on your heart center, on your fourth chakra, on your heart chakra. Just close your eyes, breathe in, and feel that warmth, kind of golden-hued luminosity, that friendliness, that spaciousness. And approach your heart as if it were a portal to universal wisdom. As if it were a portal to deep fulfillment and meaning and purposefulness. As if all patience and healing medicine to heal all the polarization and the fear and the division as if the vastness of the sky with all answers and all light from the divine dwelled within your heart center that you are carrying with the awareness of your body. Approach your heart as if it was a portal to the divine. Because it is. How's your heart? Hey, before I roll out the next two nourishing relationship questions, I got more questions where this came from. My heart-centered membership is open to all good souls who need some support with spiritual inquiry and meditation and a Q&A that we do every other week in our heart-to-heart calls. So lovely. Come in from out of the rain. Come for some refuge, some more deep questions. And some of them actually come with answers. Heart-Centered membership. Go to daniellelaporte.com slash heart-centered. And what can I do to help? What can I do to help in the middle of a bind, in a bump, as Will and I call them, bumps as in a sticky conversation, something we need to like untangle and work out, which I've come to like, love, love, love. We've had enough big bumps and little bumps that we know that not only do we 
for sure, for sure get to the other side, but on the other side, we are warmer, we are more luminous, we are more spacious, we are closer, more intimate, we know more, we're stronger. So I learned to kind of get excited when there's like a little emotional tussle. And in the middle of that emotional tussle, Angel Man will often say, what can I do to help? And that can mean, what can I do to ease your pain? What can I do to get us out of this bump? What can I do to hear you? So it works in problems. And it works at the beginning of any project, whether you're hanging with a friend or you're trying to save the world with your team. What can I do to help? It is the easiest, the most graceful, and the most profound response when with your whole heart and mind, you want to help, you want to comfort, you want to rescue, you want to encourage, you want to save, you want to assist, but you just don't know what to do and you don't know what to say, just say, what can I do to help? And then, this is crucial, you listen and you commit to doing it, if at all possible. What's good for us? What's good for us? Not what's good for me, or what's good just for you, or what's good for the situation, but what's good for us. You know, Joseph Campbell, beautiful philosopher, taught that marriage, relationships, uh, become like this third entity. There's a third person in the relationship, which is the relationship itself. And this is what I see at the center of two circles conjoining. You know, those two circles that merge in the sacred geometry symbol called Vesica Pisces. And in the center of that circle is you and me. It's we. And we have collective wisdom and collective needs and more love to give and to receive than us being divided. So what's best for the collaboration? What's best for the business? What's best for the team, the unit, the duo, the trio? What's best for the relationship? What's good for us? The question, what's good for us, is like this immediate solvent to all the concerns that the ego is going to put on the table about how I look and how I get my needs met. Am I being listened to? How can I get validated? How can I get what I want? When you move into that what's good for us mode, the ego might flail up a bit. All those questions are going to rush to the surface. What about me? What about my needs? My needs? My needs? But the heart is going to run with it. The heart is going to look for solutions that are harmonizing. And by harmonizing, I don't mean surface agreements that, okay, we agree that you're going to do this and I'm going to do that, and we're going to agree to disagree, and this is how we get it all done, and it's 50-50, and we win-win. That's so linear, and it's a bit shadowy, and sometimes those kind of agreements can be really manipulative. What's good for us brings us into that space, well, the heart space, where there's flexibility and there's spaciousness so that we can bring a sincere answer to the question in that moment, which might be, 
What's good for us right now is that I take on the lion's share of the work. What's good for us right now might be that we're in silence. What's good for us might be that you need to let go of that particular story about the past and I'll go get groceries. In that energy, in that flow, in that vastness, that golden, warm, friendly, luminous space, that center of the heart, it's not about winning. It's about expanding. And if expansion is the aspiration in any relationship, whether it's with the guy who's making your peppermint tea, or your team, or your lover, or your family, you're only going to get to that place of deeper, sweeter love. So, tell me everything. Tell me everything. Tell me everything. How's your heart? How's your heart? And what can I do to help? And let's figure out what's good for us. Thank you so much for listening, for feeling, for spreading the word with love. <laughs>